Kempo can be the most lethal of the martial arts. To control the power of Kempo, you must first control yourself. Train your spirit as you train your body, developing inner strength, balance, and harmony as you learn. The master of Kempo is more than an expert in karate. He is a martial artist. He is the master of himself. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 153, and tonight we're talking about 1991's The Perfect Weapon. I, I clarified 1991's because there actually is a 2016 The Perfect Weapon with uh, Steven Seagal, uh, so not that one, but the 1991 with Jeff Speakman. I well, am, shit. <laughs> I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, kick to the nuts, Jimison. Hello. I'm actually uh, going to talk at Steven Seagal all night tonight. Uh, it's too gravelly. His is more of a whisper, isn't it? Isn't it is, his, yeah. This is more like, I've come to kill you today. And I've gotten really it's like fat. if Keanu Reeves yeah. uh, was being serious, right? But like, <laughs> like Keanu Reeves, but he's always like doing a stage whisper, and he's always kind of confused. I don't know. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, and and Corny beat up his couch before a gig. Logan, uh, I also beat up uh, small animals, uh, uh, squirrels, <laughs> and chickens, and that's uh, pretty terrible. But you use your uh, use drumsticks instead of your. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: our comic book connection, uh, because he used the uh, those sticks like Nightwing, uh, which is the. Uh, oh, so you're gonna say, use our comic book connection as a as a weapon? Is the weapon pretty much? Because I've never seen that in a movie before. <laughs> uh, like someone who just walked around with that as a weapon. I you know um, I'm sure there's probably been a couple others but I I can't think of any really off the top of my head either that that was like that was their main weapon was the dual stick thingy yeah um, ooh I I just realized that I didn't have a a trope I need to add in there that would be stick ex machina so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a uh, I was like I wonder if he's gonna yep he did he sure did he sure did with a really strange noise anyway. Uh, no Sam. Who are you? No Sam tonight. Um, he uh, is doing something which he deemed more important, which is fine. We all have we all have our things. So just the three of us tonight. It's gonna be fine. It'll be fun. Uh, it'll be different, and uh, hopefully uh, we can get through this movie together 
uh, without anyone kicking kicking us in the nuts. I'm I'm gonna make reference to that many times because my God, he kicked a lot of people in the nuts in this movie. So I just I, I feel bad for all of the men that he kicked in the nuts. I hope they were all those actors were wearing cups or something because shit. Um, in the ancient art of a Hindu. The nuts is where we are kicking the most. <laughs> you an Italian. That's <laughs> <laughs> where we kick the most. <laughs> That's where we kick the most, eh? Yeah. Uh, Kimbo, Kim, Kimbo, Kimbo, Kimbo. Is it Kimbo? Kimbo. Uh, okay. Kimbo. Kimbo. Uh, Kimbo okay. is that really bad UFC fighter for like five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I got it. Uh, um, Kimbo Slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pizza. A pizza, yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, okay, Corny, you mentioned the uh, the sticks as the uh, comic book connection. Mako was in RoboCop 3, which there is a comic book for. That's true. Um, do we do we do we keep that? Do we allow that? Uh, actually, I was gonna say. Um, oh, oh, uh, no. Well, okay, yeah, I guess so. But uh, there's <laughs> oh, definitely wait, wait. a video he game was, connection. Uh, he was in two yeah, episodes uh, of The Incredible Hulk, so I'm gonna count that. Okay. Uh, we also had a uh, sighting by Shane Tsung. Yes, yeah, yes, our Mortal Kombat connection, yeah. Um, so and a who, rare and lovely Mariska Hargitay sighting. Who has zero lines. <laughs> <laughs> she, has, she doesn't speak one time, and she has one, two, three. She's fifth billing. Like, God, no, right? I, there were people I honestly that, thought that I had slept through something and... <laughs> Woken up because I thought, well, I know she's in the movie, but I don't remember her saying anything. Yeah, and and it's funny. So we're, we'll get here in a second. So, Andrew, go ahead and tell us. What are we watching tonight? Oh, well, um, it's a film um, <laughs> that can only be found, apparently, on YouTube. Uh, um, oh, yeah, that's correct. So people listening at home, um, if you're like, you, you, you saw the download or you heard me last week or you didn't hear me last week, this movie is only on YouTube, so... Totally legal. It's on YouTube, so there's nothing illegal about it. It's just it's only on YouTube. Um, whole movie. 1991's The Perfect Weapon. Have I, have I stalled enough, Andrew? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just want to preface this by saying this is one of the worst IMDb, uh, IMDb plot uh, summaries that I've ever read. All right. Jeff, a young delinquent, is enrolled by his father in a Kempo school in hopes of teaching the boys some self-discipline. Years later, Jeff's mentor, Kim, is being threatened by one of the Korean mafia families. Jeff tries to help his old friend, but it's too late to prevent Kim's death at the hands of an unknown hitman. Vowing revenge, Jeff takes (laughs) on all the families using martial arts skills to find the man who killed his friend. All the families? He took on one? Yeah, that's what I thought. Kind of two. Well, two being the one that was the actual bad guy, but he went into that guy's home and he was like, "Hey, I'm not the guy." Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we just happened to look alike. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I'm I get, the stunt double. I <laughs> nice. Uh, if I sound weird tonight, I've been fighting a cold. Um, pretty much our entire, our, our whole house is actually sick. Um, my daughter Daphne had to stay home from daycare today cause she had a fever yesterday. So anyway, um, no one cares. Uh, so had anyone besides me seen this movie before this viewing? Uh, forgot it existed. <laughs> I had never seen this before. Yeah. 
Um, As a matter of fact, I almost forgot that we had to watch it this, this week. Nice, nice. Um, you knew it was something, but nothing important. Um, so this was a movie I might have mentioned before. This is a movie that I, and now we'll do our intros here in a second, but this was a movie that my buddy Steven and I watched a bunch when we were growing up. This was just the beginning of my 90s era movies where I just watched all of them. No, I don't own this one. Um, you could with the right tools. I could, but I really don't want to. Um, <laughs> so my memory of this movie is I, I have three points of reference to this movie that I that whenever you know years later, whenever um, Steve and I would would make reference to Jeff Speakman in this movie, we would always remember Odd Job, you know, as the as the he's technically the sub boss, but he's really the only one that's hard to kill. Um, he moved a car. Yeah, he did. Uh, where is he in the cast? Speaking of odd job, I know this is off topic. I'm sorry. I've been rewatching a lot of uh, James Bond films because they're on Amazon right now. Uh-huh. And uh, there is some, I didn't realize how terrible some of the acting is in those James Bond oh, films. Oh, it's, it's just, it's just and, the worst. Am I, I watched Diamonds Are Forever and it was like, it was almost torture watching that movie. Oh, apparently I'm way wrong. That's not Odd Job. Why did I think that was Odd Job? All Asian people look alike. That's Sean. not what I'm saying. Is that what you're trying to say to us? No. Because I feel like that's a little racist. I actually did think he was Odd Job. Well, now He's I actually Jewish, and his name is... His name is Professor uh... Toru Tanaka. <laughs> like his... Built like the proverbial patent tank, Professor Toru Tanaka was arguably the successor of Harold Sakata... As the architectural Asian henchman who possesses incredible strength. Okay, was he? Okay, the guy that he took over for was Odd Job. Okay, if you, <laughs> I'm serious. If you look at his picture, I can. You, you, you kind of have to give me a little bit of. Uh, no, yeah, I thought it was too. Slack, to be honest. Even though that man died the year I was born. Um. So anyway, uh, but no, he moved a car and he was fantastic. Uh, what was I going to say about him? I don't know. Never mind. I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah. So I remember him, right, in the flower bit, you know, the kingpin where he has to throw the rose down or whatever. Um, I remember the couch beating up scene. And for some reason, it seemed way cooler than it was this time. <laughs> um, and I remember Mariska Harkate thinking, hey, she's kind of hot. Who is this interest, you know, <laughs> this love interest? And that's all I remember from this movie. And uh, two of the three were woefully um, uh, let down in, in my memory. So, Andrew, uh, please give us your kind of your initial take on this movie. Okay. Well, I, like I said, had never seen this before and am a little sad that I've seen it now. <laughs> um. I am sorry. This one is 100% my fault. Uh, I honestly felt like I was watching a, a bad video game, uh, and I didn't want to keep playing, but I had to because I had to beat the sub boss, and then I had to uh, beat the boss. Street Fury. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, I, it it's a bad movie. I mean, it's I guess fun to watch, but within the first three minutes of the film, a good two and a half minutes of that is watching shirtless Jeff Speakman 
do karate in his bedroom like I used to do when I was in middle school. Right. Uh, until my mom walked in and goes, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm stretching, I'm working out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so from that moment on, I was a little taken out of the movie. And then the next five minutes, are uh, we're in his mind as he travels back in time and he is driving down Santa Monica Boulevard. And uh, I don't know where he is. But, uh, <laughs> Andrew, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> It just was a terrible movie. I could not stay focused. And like I've said before, if a movie is good, it keeps my attention. And this one did not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, sorry, the, the laughter was Anderson has shot in the uh, group uh, messaging of <laughs> this martial artist dude grabbing the shit out of some other person's balls. <laughs> and what no, it... is considered a move, an actual... Uh, a karate move called The Invincible Armor. Oh, that's apparently the movie. Yeah, it's the name of the movie. But why would that be like the picture that they use? <laughs> that's awful. Go go Google that, ladies and gentlemen. Go Google that. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Uh, Corny. Were you done, Andrew? I'm sorry. It is a bad movie. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> uh, headbutting spike balls on chains. That's what I'm reading in the... Uh description there oh i thought you meant this movie i was like well there was headbutting <laughs> a, a death by headbutting actually crazy right so uh yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i had a little bit more fun with this movie i mean not a lot but just a little bit like basically uh he had a bad root canal and i had a better one they're still both root canals um uh, it didn't have enough explosions uh for me to to give it my uh, 90s, 80s stamp of approval. Um, Did you I see Two Chains see... was in this movie? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Two Chains was in this movie. I saw a lot of chains. And he sparked every time he hit. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched a, uh, uh, an invincible Asian man uh, lift, a, lift a car and move it off of another car after he wrecked. And at that point in time, I just said, F it, I'm out. <laughs> just stop paying attention. No kidding. Um, uh, by the way, uh, I'd just like to point out that Jeff Speakman, uh, although he had a quote-unquote job in construction, he didn't do anything. That beard was perfectly manicured the entire time. <laughs> it almost looked penciled. Yeah, and he didn't shower either because he wore the same thing for days. Yeah. He had to be kind of sweaty, uh -huh. just a little bit. And then, of course, you know, instead of putting on like uh, some badass clothing for his final fight he just you know did the same thing and then pour a jacket over it yeah yeah with the rolled up sleeves because oh yeah we were still you doing know, that in 91. because 80s yeah i don't care if it was done in the 90s it's an 80s movie oh this is it, believe it, otherwise yeah it's oh, most definitely yeah when i when i watched it i thought i didn't look at the uh trivia or the imdb page so i thought god this must be like from 84 83 <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, there's there's really no reason to make you think it's 1991, except... Rufio. Uh, well, Rufio, yeah, because he's in Hook. Um, uh, I am... 
Yeah, I'm I'm woefully lacking in my knowledge of pop music from anything before uh, grunge. I just I'm, I am. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, I thought but, I was watching Back to the Future for a while. That song I've was got it? the power isn't that? Is that is that in know, Back uh, to, what movie is that? In? No, that's um. Shit. I was thinking uh, Power uh, Love. That's Huey Lewis. Never mind. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like in like in so many other movies. Um Oh, it, it's an episode of Fresh Prince. Um Yeah. There, it there is. we go. Yeah, so it was written in 1980. That song came out in 19 I'm sorry. That song came out in 1990. So like that's really the only thing that plants it in the 90s. This that song, but that song actually reminds me of uh Bruce Almighty, but there, yeah. you know, but he's using it as like a farce, right? It's like it's a comic, it's a prop, right? It's a comic prop. In this movie, it's like supposed to actually denounce actual power and fear. And all I can think of is Jim Carrey walking around the street, blowing wind up girls' skirts and knocking fire, ho- you know, hydrants over. Um. So anyway, there you go. Yeah, there you go. A little more of that. So, <clears throat> anyway, what you were saying, Corny? Sorry. Oh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it, it just <laughs> got weird. And the fight I, I hoped would be better. And he didn't use his, uh, his Nightwing batons. Uh, I was, for the final fight with, uh, uh, um, second rate, uh, odd job. Odd job. <laughs> And so, uh, oh, <laughs> second rate odd job. I feel so bad. He does look a lot like him. Um, I, I, I thought he was too. It uh, makes you feel any better. Okay, good. It actually does, honestly. Only because so, you said it was odd job, so I never even bothered to check. Right. They're actually brothers. No. no. I just made that up. I know you did. Okay, good. And I just read his profile. <laughs> no, uh, so that's it. I don't want to go on, but uh, yeah, it just, it was weird, and he didn't really prep his fights very well. Should have gotten. He should have died. By the way, uh, we need to talk about that. Uh, I just realized we've seen him several times now in our in our pantheon of movies. Uh, he was didn't didn't we do Last Action Hero? Did we do that for this uh, show? I can't remember. Movie, movie. Yes, yes, we did. Time to consult the movie list. Okay, we did. So he was in that. Uh, he was also in Dark Man as Chinese Warrior Number Two. <laughs> Oh yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Um. So anyway, there you go. And um, he's been in a whole bunch of other stuff, but uh, WW Championship Wrestling. All right. As oh, Professor wait. Turu T- T- Tanaka. Sorry, Tanaka. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's why he looked familiar as well, because I was really big into wrestling. Um. He was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure as the Butler. <clears throat> so, and he, of course, uh, he was on the A team. Uh, in fact, I think half of the Asian cast in this movie was on the A team, because I know Mako was on the A team. Was James Hong? Was uh, we are Noodle Folk? Were you were you in uh, the A team? I just assume you were, because everyone was. Um, he's an Agents of Shield. Oh, Agents of Shield. Well, then he'd be uh, another one of our. Comic book references. I haven't found a Star Trek connection, but I haven't really looked either. Holy um, cow! What? Uh, Professor Tanaka uh, was. Damn, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did. Pro yeah. wrestling, boxing. He's 
played football, soldier. Well, and you can kind of see a couple moments in this movie when you know he, they don't ask him to do a whole lot because he probably has really bad knees um, from oh, yeah. from being as big and bulky as he is. Um, I know because like the few times that they actually had him like. Like get down on the ground or whatever. He he had issues getting down there, so I bet you he had some bad knees. And then freaking Jess Beekman kept kicking him, you know, punching him in the knees and stuff, hitting him with a chain. Jeez. Um. Anyway, uh, anything else, Corny? You want to add to your little intro there? Oh no, no, we're good. We're go continue. I could go all day. All right. So I mentioned earlier that this was my fault. This movie, um, because I. We talked about somehow we got onto the subject of this movie last week or the week before. I can't remember. And then I just kind of wanted to do it. So we just threw it in the list. And I had forgotten how terrible this movie is. Because, again, when you're 12, watching a dude beat up other guys with sticks is kind of cool. Um, and I think Speakman thought he was going to be the next um, you Chuck know, Norris. Chuck maybe? Norris, yeah. That would actually make sense. And... So here's here's something kind of small worldish, right? So I get on Twitter today through the podcast account and say, "Hey, uh, we're doing this movie uh, about the thing, how you know, whatever." And then somebody, another podcast, responds and says, "Jeff Speakman is great." And I said, um, "What is he doing now, anyway?" And he said, "Well, basically, he got out of acting for a while and opened up a series of Kempo schools." And then got like real bad in the drugs, and then now he's cleaned up and is doing some acting again. And I was like, "Wow, that's actually really in depth." And he goes, "Yeah, I know way too much about Jeff Speakman." So, <laughs> Speakman happens. Yeah, it does. So that was kind of that was actually kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> so I just have to say it. I, I bet that he is actually a very fine martial artist, and he could probably kill the three of us. Um, but. But on TV, it looks just kind of bad um, and slow. But that's what it was in the 90s, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I it mean, was. Like, two punches and the bad guy's down kind of stuff, right? You know, like, we didn't have, we hadn't seen Rumble in the Bronx yet. We had, like, three more years before that came out. And then we, and before, even, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, that was, that was, that was before we saw what Kung Fu was. I mean, we had Kung Fu, the TV show, and. We had seen Bruce Lee uh, in, you know, the Green Hornet movie uh, show and some other movies, but even that's not, even Bruce Lee's style of Kung Fu is a little bit different than, like, what Jackie Chan or Jet Li would eventually bring to America, but... Well, uh, and I was going to say, with uh, uh, Bruce Lee and, and Jeet Kune Do, uh, it, was, uh, it was still quick strike and take the person out quickly. It wasn't... Uh, yeah. Um, it wasn't about yeah, you know it, thirty strikes and stuff like that. It was supposed to be more efficient. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, use use your power. Uh, you know, as few as few punches as you need to take out the target. You're you're not wrong. Um, uh, you know, maximum pain essentially. Uh, oh, jeez, Andrew, what are you doing? Pain. Lots, <laughs> lots of, of pain. Pain. Um. <laughs> So anyway, uh, but this movie, no, it sucks. This movie's bad. So, um, uh, uh, sorry, Andrew is distracting me. I can't look at this stuff. We'll, we'll look at, I'll look at this later. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 
Are we in the middle of something? Yeah, we are kind of doing a thing. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, you know this movie. You no, know, this movie's bad. I think Jeff Speakman isn't a very good actor. But of all the martial art kind of actors we've seen, he's not the worst. I mean, honestly, he's he's not the worst. Uh, no. Or not even martial artists, just kind of action guys. Um, um, so, I mean, he's fine, whatever. Um, Mako, I actually really like Mako in the movie. I forgot his real name. Or Kim. Uh, he's the kind of what kickstart the movie. Uh, Kim is good. I, I like him. But I like his voice. And I like him in everything he does. And um, it makes me sad that he, that he passed away uh, when he did. Um, I'm going to, whatever. So one of my favorite shows of all time is a show called Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, I've never heard of it. Uh, Great I think, movie, too. I, I, stop it. <laughs> 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 wow, you both come swinging. I like it. Um, Without Sam here, you know, we have to. Yeah, you know, you got to pick up the slack. No, honestly, though, my wife got me that for Valentine's Day. She bought me the DVD, the entire series on DVD for Valentine's Damn. Day. How cool is that, right? So that's pretty mean. I yeah, wouldn't call it cool, but you know, whatever. I, shut up. Yes, you would. You want to come down and watch? I know you do. Um, <clears throat> so Mako, uh, the actor Mako, voices Uncle Iroh in that show um, until about halfway through season two, and then the actor passed away. And the show actually paid tribute to him by having the character. Um, paying tribute to his son, and, and then at the end, the, the last moment while the uh, thing happening, it says for Mako. And when I watched that, the first time I watched that, I was a bawling mess of just crying blubber. I was just over it. I couldn't do it. So, freaking cartoon made me cry. But then again, so did the first five minutes of Up and the uh furnace oh, furnace scene of toy story 3 so whatever hey um, so i laughed uh at that scene only because other people around me were crying and i felt really shitty like <laughs> just the worst good <laughs> you were laughing kind of like at yourself or like at the scenario you weren't laughing that the toys are about like you weren't maniacal laughing that the toys no i don't think i did that i i say i don't think i did cuz uh, it was it's been a while but uh, i remember listening to people go Oh my god! And I was like, <laughs> and I just did that, and I was like, I am, I am just the worst. That's funny. That's great. There's a there's an episode of Big Bang Theory that they make reference to that where she's like, you cried during Toy Story or something. And he's like, because like they were making fun of the fact that he didn't cry during their wedding, and she's like, but you cried at Toy Story three, and he's like, they were in a furnace and they were holding hands and. And I looked over at Sarah, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, that's, that's, you're, you're I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, Leonard Hofstetter. Ooh, I'm getting used to my cough button tonight. Um, so, uh, so, to, so Andrew says this almost every, um, uh, every time he does an intro, is that if the movie... Hello? Well, yeah, he does say that. <laughs> uh, we're in rare form tonight. Yeah, this is good. Um, no, no, it's uh, Andrew says, if the movie held my attention, then it, he thinks it a good movie. I will be very honest with you. I told you, I mentioned earlier, I can't remember if it was on air or not. My daughter, yeah, it was on air. Uh, my daughter was uh, sick, so I had to stay home. So she's taking a nap. So I'm like, hey, 
Now I'll watch the movie. So I sat down on the couch and pulled up the movie and I started watching it. And I fell asleep not once but twice while watching this movie. And I never do that for movies that are A, for the podcast, or B, movies that I haven't seen like in a long time. I mean, if if it's a rainy Saturday and, well, now that I have children, that doesn't really happen very often. But if, if before children, <laughs> BC, uh, and we all remember those days, if it was like a rainy Saturday and you put Die Hard on, oh, yeah, I could, I, probably, I could probably take a nap. <laughs> uh, but... Um, the fact that I fell asleep twice during this movie, yeah, it says something. I, I just, I, it couldn't hold my interest either. And again, Andrew, I was the same way. I'm like, where's Mariska Harkate? Isn't she supposed to, she's the only woman in this universe. Like, <laughs> and you couldn't give her one speaking line. Anyway. Well, you know, they did. You know what that line was? Dong, dong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that all she did? I That's mean, all she said. The, really, the only, thing she, she wrote. the only thing she said wasn't, and it wasn't Mariska Harkate, it was the young version of Jill when she screams and hits young Jeff to the ground. Which, by the way, what a, you never get to hit anyone. You're just the dude at the end. Like, I guess you have to earn your right to get to the front. It's kind of like being on a snare line. You're the guy who's the worst, so you're on the end. Yeah. It's, music, it's musical chairs. I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't pick up on the fact that she was older Jill. Oh yeah, it's only, yeah. Only reason why I did is because I, I read the. Uh, <laughs> you read the IMDb thing. Well, no, no. I I read her name was there, and then I thought she is the only girl that shows up. Yeah. And because I was waiting for a, a love interest to show up, and that didn't happen. It didn't happen. And here's the real thing. And I I feel not feel bad, but I mean she's gone on to have a really great career, and SVU is still just as strong as ever. I don't watch it anymore. My wife still does. I watched a little bit with her the other night. Um. But I can't watch that show just because it's too real and too creepy and too lawyery. I don't like lawyers. Sorry if you're this listening. This is the one where uh, lawyer, but, they um. did this uh, sound guy who worked <laughs> for a college. and <laughs> No. His friend kept showing up at his house trying to murder him. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's coming next week, actually. No, um, but the, the, the only scene she has in the movie, right, where she... She she greets him at the door and and she gives him a little smile. I mean, like literally, she's just there for eye candy, right? But then she she goes and she shuts the doors as if to kind of close the movie. She looks directly into the camera, and I well, thought you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> like the well, whole... it turns into a zombie movie after that, and that's well, how the beginning starts. It changes the movie completely because then it becomes a, like a joke. Right, if she looks at the camera and then winks, and it's like, oh, are the two of those men about to do something very different? You know, it's like you know, this this changes now. But I just like the movie better now. <laughs> uh, if I take it as a comedy, it it's almost enjoyable. It could be, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, um, let me let me ask you this: <laughs> other than the fact that. That the Rufio kid was super annoying in this movie, but when you guys saw James Hong, right? We all know James Hong. Um, uh, uh, you know our. Oh, yeah, I know the folk. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> that guy. Um, he. Uh, as soon as you saw him on TV on the screen, you're like, "Oh, he's the bad guy, right?" No one thought I, that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't until. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, was it the first time when he was in the uh, when he met him? Said, "Hey, I'm his friend." Yeah, was yeah. talking the. Uh, and let's go, let's go into my limo. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, no noodle person has a limo. That's right. It's not okay. Well, he he eventually I mean, admits that he's one of the family. He's one of the houses, right? And he admits it. So, but as soon as I saw him on screen, I'm like, oh, he's the bad guy. There's no way he's. You get James Hong, even in 1991, just to be the messenger to get him to do the other thing. That's actually um, fair. Um, uh, I, I was also thinking that uh, he has to take care of a panda, and, uh, you know, that, that immediately makes you, you know, uh, yeah, important. Yeah, he, he does have to uh, take care of a panda, put pants on him, and um, uh, what else does he have to do? Uh, he has to, uh, I don't know, I'm looking... Um, I don't know. I, I apparently he's the, that's the only clip of his that I got from. Son of a bitch must pay. So there you go. Uh, so uh, sorry. I, I apologize if if before my uh, pulling of clip was late. It's gonna be way late now because I don't have my computer that has any of my audio clips on it, so I have to pull all of them manually from a hard drive. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's the only way to do that, it right that now. That ain't what you want. No, it's not, but, um, you know, like... Uh... Don't panic, it's only me, Gracie Law. <laughs> there you go, there she is. Um, so anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm done. Oh, God. Uh, oh, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, I can put this back in. Yay, sorry. Um... Uh, wait, hold on. So, sorry, doing this on the fly. We're getting close, real close. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Yay! I have to edit it again, but, um, I have it. Sorry. It's the little things in life. Um, uh, sorry. So anyway, so this movie sucks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all over the map. I need. All right, that's it, folks. Have a good night. I need, I need <laughs> Sam here to, 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 to smack me or something. Um... The little brother bit kind of annoyed me because I felt like there was never any payoff. I don't know. It just first of all, the dad, what an asshole, right? Like, yeah, really. He 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 beat up one jerk football player who bitch slapped his little brother, who deserved it. Yeah, like. And, and second of all, you're telling me that he has the force with tennis shoes in mom jeans to kick that guy in the helmet. Of a football player, and he almost killed him. Like Kimpo ain't no joke. I understand Kimpo is is a thing. Uh, I'm and, kidding. It's and, actually, that's not. That's not. I, 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 but I get that it's a martial art. But we're still talking about an 18 year old muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like 16 year old, 17 year old. Like he's not grown man, dude, with strong. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just, he's all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> he's gonna come at him like a spider monkey. Um, Shut your face, Chip. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just thought that was whatever. Uh, but he kicks him out after one fight. I don't want you. I don't want Andrew growing up. Andrew is that his name? I forgot his name. Whiny kid might as well have been Luke Skywalker. Um, but I want to go to Tashi. Yeah, but Dad, I want to grow up to be a cop just like you. Anyway, he was a bad. I don't know. He he annoyed me. He was a bad cop. I just. There's almost no likable characters in the movie. I just, I don't know. It's bad I mean, acting everywhere. It's 
It's, yeah. it's real dumb. You want to you know the part that pissed me off the most? I mean, I don't know if you want to try to make this a guessing game, but shit. The part that just... Okay, this. so I, I've, I've made this claim in many, many movies, right? When I get really mad when the director assumes that we're stupid, the audience... Um, there's a moment in the movie that they do that real big. Can you guys guess off the top of your head? Can you guess? What what part of the movie did the director look at us and go, "There, people are stupid. They won't know that that's... Uh, I'm, just, I'm, no, I'm, I'm throwing this at you on the fly. I know. I just want to see. You guys... The beginning of the movie? No, no, no. That's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. He's doing his workout. Whatever. William Sadler did it naked in the beginning of Die Hard 2. I'm okay with that. I'm at a loss. So when he goes and when um, James Hong says, hey, Sam over there, he's a bad guy, right? And he's, he lives in his fortress and he owns the hotel and on the top floor you got to blah, blah, blah. That elevator was 1,000% fake. It was being hoisted by a rope. Like, is this the 1600s? I mean, what is... What That's are, actually... Okay. What are we doing? I didn't notice here? that, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I see what you it mean. Was, it was a piece of drywall that extended <laughs> over the edge of the building, right? And it was literally rope. He grabbed it at one point and it wobbled, right? <laughs> and and when they go to the when he goes when they actually he's in the building, right, and goes through the elevator, it's a door you opened, like clearly it was just a supply closet. Or something, you know what I'm saying? Like that they dressed to make look like an elevator, and I I couldn't like take anything that was happened seriously at that point because I I thought did, did the director really think well we need him to get onto the roof of the building and an exterior shot of an elevator would be cool but we don't have buildings like that that we can actually film at in whatever city we're being filmed in. Um, I don't you, you're telling me that rather than using a, a real elevator and just going down to the Holiday Inn Express and filming inside the uh, the hotel, that he wants to fake an outdoor elevator using a supply closet door? I mean, I'm serious. Like <laughs> the '90s were a crazy time. Uh, no. Sorry, it, it was a different time. It, oh, um, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're never gonna find that one. Yeah, that one's buried I, somewhere. Uh, well, no, Good luck, a hole. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, challenge accepted. Um, hey, by the way, um, at the at the 33, 30, it was uh, thirty-three to thirty-five time. minute mark in our seventy-fourth episode. Uh-huh. You can get uh, uh, a chatism. That I think you need what. I was going back through old episodes, and you know, you were talking about finding. Uh, which phrase of his? It was a different, or no, not a different time. Um, um, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, he, he, I think he does one there. Okay. It was a different time. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I have Gotta none of old. them. So they filmed this whole thing in uh, in L.A. Apparently. So, oops, wrong one. Let me click on that. Uh, yeah, filming locations. It just says in 1985, right? <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica Uh Yeah. So. No. No, it literally just says filming locations, Los Angeles, California. There's no link. That's it. Huh. Oh, good. All of Los Angeles. Right. Just every... Yeah, just all of it. Um, all of the videotapes. Ugh. And then they made Escape from L.A. <laughs> right. 
where everybody had to get away from this movie. Rufio, he was there and he was annoying. Um, he's I don't know why he seems less annoying in Hook, but I haven't watched Hook in a while, so maybe he'll be just as annoying then. But no, no, he's, he's just a little jerk here. That's a he. I, the acting is not any better okay. in this movie or in Hook than it is in this movie. All right, well then, that's good. Um, I, I, I watched know. the way that he delivered his lines because Hook was a was a, a favorite of mine growing up. Wait, wasn't he in? Uh, holy crap! He was Prince Zuko in Airbender. Wow, I actually like him a lot more now. <clears throat> in the movie? No, then in I like I like the actor now. He was Ultimate Sp- He was in Ultimate Spider-Man. He wasn't Spider-Man. Um, he was in Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, he was Prince Zuko. Okay, well, I'll take some of what I said about you. Said about you. I'll take back some of the things I said about you because I think your uh, your Zuko is actually really good. So there you go. Um. But in this movie, you suck, so you learn how to, to act later on. Well, maybe voice acting is better, easier for some people than acting in front of a camera. I don't know. But wasn't he in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, too? Or No, I'm no. thinking of another whiny kid. Okay, never mind. No. Okay, good. As long as you don't call him Short Round, I think we're all okay. Oh, Short Round. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones. Yeah. You know, I've, I've called my son, my youngest son, Short Round since he was born. Yeah. That's awesome. And because he is short and round. And he didn't understand why I called him that. And the other day I was watching uh, Indiana Jones, and and then we had the little Lego game, and they wanted to play it. And I said, yeah, sure, as long as you're short round. And so I had to introduce him to the character. (laughs) Nice. I hate you, Dad. Um, (laughs) The sound design in this movie was terrible. (laughs) I mean, The fully work was amazing. Gosh, it was awful. I mean, just... (laughs) Like, the slightest punch was, like, 16 carats being broken in half. and Hey, man, that's that's pure 80s gold right there. <laughs> it really is. It was so bad. Um, and I wrote, that's cold. The little brother is an asshole. First, he blames Jeff for Kim's death, and then he gets, then after he gets bitch slapped, he pulls a gun. Like, what a douche. I'm just going to say it. Just, that's your brother. You don't pull a gun on your brother. Just don't do it. You obviously don't, don't have a brother. You don't. Well, you're right. I am an only child, so what do I know? But, um, and in fairness, <laughs> I, 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 did. I saw that and I was like, man, why would you do that? And I thought, no, nah, shit, my brother would do that. Hell yeah, he it's would. It's also L.A. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> it's a different time. I do, st- yeah, I stand corrected. Um, uh, pull a gun all you want to, it's fine. Uh, I wrote, where was Odd Job hiding? Because when he was at the club, when he was there beating people up, I mean, he came out of nowhere real quick, and it's not like you can exactly hide that man. Um, but whatever, <laughs> fine. And then I wrote the hell, the car car the car on that car carrier. Like when that car <laughs> hit that car carrier, <laughs> that thing flew off like it was on a sp- like a spring. There was by no the way, explosion. Uh, but you, uh, <laughs> well, we needed we needed not to have explosion, right? Because Odd Job needed to push the other car off, like deadlift. From a seated position. Um, if you, um, well, sorry, continue. Uh, no, I, I'm no, going to pull up a clip, uh, and I didn't know uh, if you'd heard this too. But keep, keep going. I'll. I'll uh... Well, the, the the other thing that they needed to to hammer in that, that this man was 
an impressive physical specimen is that then he took 50,000 volts of electricity and un he pulled the things out of his body and then they, got, they hit him again before he went down. And then he got in the back of that cop car and broke the cage. Yeah. With, with one punch. I mean, crap. So, anyway. Um, I can't find a short clip, but I was going to go, yeah, if you listen very closely, you just hear him going, Kaioken dives oh. four. Right, yeah. And then the car glows red and he, he yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, you know, Corn, as funny as that is to you and me, uh, Andrew, I have no clue if you ever watched the Dragon Ball Z. I know that Sam didn't until Corny and I would reference it just to piss off Sam. Yeah, I have Actually, no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Chad, and when it was Chad, Corny, and myself, we would just like make all these references to Dragon Ball Z, and Sam's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And we're like, ha I just. The only reference I have to it is I called it Dragon Balls. Nice. And you should so, have. Uh, well, there are Dragon Balls in there. Not that they are. <laughs> I just put the Z on. I thought it was a gangster type oh, anime. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be Dragon Balls, yo. That's as close as I get. The um, hell is that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Sorry. That was the whitest yo I've ever heard uh, in my life. Well, you know. Uh, Chad has said it too, so uh, yeah. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Hey, it was his God birthday his... actually yesterday too. So, or speaking what have, of what have been? Uh, speaking of explodium, yeah, <laughs> the only uh, explosion this, in the movie. The uh, the one, I guess, is an explosion. Okay, he throws a knife into a tank of something. Yeah. Pro- and propane. steam, propane or something, supposedly. Yeah. And it causes steam to come out right. when he yanks it out. And then and then the, a chain, which is thrown against it, causes a spark that ignites the fuel. I, <laughs> I literally laughed out loud when I heard or when I, I saw too. that. Um, I, I guess that makes us in unison. And I laughed for several reasons. One, uh, propane doesn't have a look to it. Like you can't see it as a cloud. Clearly it was, and clearly what happened is that, that someone told the director that like, you do know that propane is colorless, right? Um, and so he's like, all right, then let's put a fogger in the machine. We'll put a fogger behind it so that we can see that he's being, you know, encased in this, it's chemical, this, um, you know, this fuel. And then they had already shown us several times that the chain was doing some major sparking, you know, like Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, ow, I'm losing my sparks kind of a thing on, <laughs> on objects. And so when he saw that piece of chain over there and he chucked it over there and made the sparky go boom. I will say this, though. For this, Made the sparky go boom. Please yeah. capture that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. I'm actually not on any kind of medicine tonight, I promise. I should be, should though. Be. I really should be. Um, though if I were on uh, NyQuil, I, I wouldn't do well at, with NyQuil. I mean, if I took NyQuil like 15 minutes before we started recording, I'd be fine. But uh, after about an hour, my, my fingers and toes go numb. I'm serious. Damn. I'm that's serious. Not it's so weird. That's why I don't, that's why I don't do NyQuil. Um, you don't do it like, like it's heroin. 
I don't know. You see Sean in the bathroom. I don't do wine. NyQuil anymore. Well, yeah, I gave it up. No, it's like, uh, no, what did he Quit call it? it up. He called it methyl amphetamine in the movie. I even captured that. That was weird. Methyl amphetamine. I've never heard that before. Maybe that's that the harder shit. Well, I mean, maybe that's what it's supposed to be called, but I've only ever heard meth. Like cocaine. Cocaine. Uh, uh, 1-800. My cocaine. My, my cocaine. My cocaine. Yeah, that, that is what last week's episode was named. My cocaine with a stutter. Um, my cocaine. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, no, I actually thought the explosion looked pretty good. Um, for, you know, they, I mean, they did put, you know, they did light a dude on fire, right? So that was a cool stunt. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I laugh, I'm sorry. I laugh because when I saw him reach for the three links of chain, I mean, literally there's three <laughs> links there. Yeah. I thought surely to God, they're not going to have him throw this and hit the guy in the head. Oh. <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen, that he was going to hit him in the forehead and then he would pass out. I was like, if this is a David Goliath story, <laughs> but no, and we're just going to distract him with fog so I can hit him in the head with a chain. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead he uh, he lights that dude up, and it's so funny. He's like, I'm not going to kill James Hong, but this mother effer, I'll kill painfully um, with fire. I mean, uh, it's crazy. Um, you killing him. All right, so this movie. Uh, what was I thinking? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Yes. That was a bad elevator. Shoot the cop. What? What did he do with the gun? Shoot the cop. Oh, right, right, right. So after odd job, right? He picks up the car, right? And then he they tase him, right? So they tase him, and then he gets put in the back of the cop car, and then he breaks out, right? He he goes back over to the car. And he picks up the guy's gun, and he's got it, like, upside down in his hand, and it's like he's squeezing, and then there's a gunshot, and then he leaves. What ha- what, what happened? Yeah, I, I thought he might have shot him in the head, or... And I thought, wow, that got dark real quick. Right, but uh, then the brother's fine, he's just got a scratch and a broken arm, and... Like, are we are we thinking that maybe he bent the gun, and then fired around in the bent gun and therefore the gun was inoperable like did he pull a Luke Cage um I I don't know (laughs) because it was so far off camera you couldn't see what was happening I mean crap for all I know that's what it sounds like when he farts I mean I don't know I mean he was straining pretty hard so um uh, and then the last note that I wrote, uh, other than is that he's cold blooded. He hit. He did at least five nut shots in the movie. Is um, is without doing any research. So I didn't look it up until literally about four minutes ago. Uh, Walker Texas Ranger was after this movie. So I have, and I don't know enough about Chuck Norris to know that if he did action movies before this movie in cowboy boots. Corny, do you can you lend any shed any light oh, on this? Uh, all of his uh, previous movies, he did you know the, the Delta Force series, and um, before that was uh, his fight with Bruce Lee. But no, no, he no that that wasn't a thing until uh, that. So that was not a thing. Yeah. So like I knew he did Way of the Dragon. Um, so like the Delta Force was '86. I'm looking at a, some pictures here of him. That's a really bad, whatever. Yeah, all the pictures are of like screenshots from the movie, 
and then okay, so not helpful at all. Anyway, I was just wondering because I, I just kind of feel like if you're going to storm the castle, right? Your Jeff Speakman's mission here is it, at the end is he gears up, right? So we have a oh, I got to pull my A team clip. Hold on, we have a you know a montage of him getting geared up, right? And uh, <laughs> he's getting geared up with his sticks and his knives and whatever. I just I don't think you would intentionally wear cowboy boots. Unless that, those are the shoes that you know are comfortable and you know. It just it just doesn't seem. Uh, it didn't. It just doesn't seem. Whatever. It's fine. It's just weird. I just didn't know if it was, if he was basically channeling Chuck Norris. That was basically my point. So, the fact that uh, the Walker Texas Rangers started two years after this, that leads me to believe that maybe this was just his thing. I mean, and I, and I don't. He, for all I know, he was the first martial artist to wear cowboy boots. I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe Chuck Norris was like, "Hey, that Jeff Speakman guy's got something going on." <laughs> um, I, you know, I was gonna say maybe Steven Seagal did, you know, because yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't see him ponytail and you know, cowboy. I don't dress. know. I don't With know. as many strange customs as he tries to be a part of, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 actually, I can see him doing that. You do. I actually see him not doing it for the simple fact that he kind of he he can. I don't know if he actually is or not. And if he actually is Native American, then great. I actually don't wear shoes. <clears throat> but I haven't worn shoes in forty five years. <laughs> My feet are shoes. My feet are shoes. He's yeah. like a hobbit. <laughs> uh, and now that I'm a cop, uh, I can chase down the bad guys with no shoes on. Uh, apparently, when I type in Steven Seagal, the 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 um. There he is. Apparently, P H E N. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, like, that's Stefan. Yeah. That's look, his... uh, 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 so you got above <laughs> the law, under siege. So like these movies, he's still making movies. Well, I mean, making the one that uh, 2016 was the uh, perfect weapon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was referred to as the director. I wonder what that movie. If if that has any. In the not-so-distant so, future, or were you going to do it? No. Oh. I was going to say, so guys, I'm going to direct this movie, and my character, I want you to call me the director. Nobody will know the difference. Yeah. Uh, Under Siege, I think either... Um, Under Siege is probably my favorite of his, actually. I like that movie. Or, I have I seen Above the Law? I can't remember. Either way. Uh, but under siege, he definitely wouldn't have been wearing cowboy boots because he was a—he's on a navy. He's a navy officer. He's a cook. So anyway, it's fine. Um, that was a weird rabbit hole. Anyway, uh, cowboy boots. Uh, then the last thing I wrote was—I'll say this about Jeff. Oh no, I already said that. Why do people get so close to other martial arts peoples with guns? Like Shang Tsung is guy with a gun. You don't need to be six inches away from them. That's how they do the thing where they turn around and hit you with the arm and then the gun fight, whatever. The reason why you have a gun is that you can hurt people at a distance. You should always stay like 16 feet away. Cause what, is, what does Elliot say? Guns only have a 22-foot uh, uh, area of uh, efficacy. 
Yeah, and, and there's another there's a, a show, uh, a Criminal Minds episode, where the guy does the same thing. Like they go to a the Navajo uh, Indian Reservation in the southwestern part of the country, and there was a uh, you know murder spree happening, and the local agent didn't carry a gun; he only carried a knife. And he says, "Guns are only effective up to 16 or past 16 feet. If if you're closer than 16 feet, then I can I can win." And basically, his argument was is that he can close the distance, draw his knife, and kill you. Before you can draw your weapon, aim and fire. Is um, he a Halo player? Or, uh, uh, sorry, Black Ops player? I mean... He does have sticky grenades. <laughs> Beats and sticks. Um, boots and pants. And boots and pants. So I, my point is, is that, you know, whenever... And why did he want... Okay, this is, this is the creepy, gross part of the movie. When he was like... Brains on me, turn. And he makes him like, like, what is happening? Does you want him to I shoot thought, so that the brain matter goes on your face? Like, is this? I thought I misheard what he said uh, because I heard that and I was like, surely that's not what he said. And then he said, "Don't call me Shirley." Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was gross. I'm like, is this some kind of weird fetish, James Hong? I don't know. It's just. It was maybe, uh, maybe the guy's name was Brains. I don't know. Ah, I don't know. It was weird. So anyway, um, he even sounds like a goose. <laughs> he does sound like a goose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I'd captured more from him from that movie. Oh well, it's fine. Um, that's all I got. Tropes I wrote: martial arts training intro, flashback montage. Um, I'm gonna come down on you like a ton of bricks. I hate I hate dialogue like that. It just pisses me off. Um, you break the button to stop a thing, you know, like, uh, you know, you shoot the button to stop the elevator or in this case, break the fake button to stop the fake elevator. (laughs) Um, the only movie that ever did this right. And it made me, uh, we did for the show was in the paycheck movie, not payback, but paycheck when, she picks up the wrench to break the door lock. And he goes, no, if you just break the lock, they can still get in. You have to jam the lock. And then he pulls out a thing and jams the lock. Like, oh, look, somebody using science. Um, cops are bad drivers in, in all these action movies. Um, gosh, they're bad drivers. Uh, a gearing up montage and recently added stick ex machina. There you go. Um, that's it. Any other things we want to add to that? Because that's a pretty good list of tropes there. Not a trope, but uh, remember when I said earlier that he should have died already? Uh, Who? When he gets knocked out by that bottle, mm. and he's about to get the uh, punch of death. Yeah. And all, all of a sudden, he just shows up in the, uh, the place delivering that uh, that dragon. I, I figured they should have just take him outside and beaten him to death. Well, again, um, uh, <laughs> all I could think of is Master Ping, which is the name that he uses in... Kung Fu Panda. It's the name of the goose. Um, I forgot his name. James Hong. Gosh. Um, he he wanted him alive so that he could, you know, assassinate the other three triads or the other three not triads but the other three houses so that he could, you know, gain control. Oh yeah, that's the point. So he needed him alive because um, he was obviously uh-huh. still a wedded man. <laughs> he was obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know which was better, your version or my version, uh, Corny. It was pretty good. Ah. There you go. So. Ah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it. Can't tell the difference. Um. All right, you ready for clips from this movie? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Here we go. Uh, I captured this because one, it was it. it you it, say it, captured? Because oh. I like that term. Captured. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way you can describe this movie. I craptured all over it. Um, <laughs> this was what's going on. It's when he's doing that fight at the beginning of the movie. Um, and, like, he's only kicked, like, one guy, and he decides to stop to try to have a conversation when the other guys are still clearly uh, viable fighters. What's going on here? <laughs> there you go. I had all those other sound effects because I thought they were kind of funny. Uh, here's, um, oh, that guy, I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff. He was the, um, the Asian cop. Clyde Custic. Cust- 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 I don't know. Cumberbatch. He, oh, he's our, uh, he's our Star Trek connection. Duh. Yeah. Uh, he was in, uh, TNG for a, a lot. Um. Huh? Yeah, he was. I probably. Sorry. Um, anyway, he said this. It's always connected to the Hiropong network. Hiropong? Yeah, it's uh, methylamphetamines. It's a bestseller for the Korean mafia. Methylamphetamine. Never heard of that before, but I believe you. I just never heard of it. Uh, really bad. You mean auto, autoerotica? <laughs> 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 oh, one of the best lines from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Thank you, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Are these all... Did I capture that? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Um, with, a line, with a line like that, you might as well start calling it Jurassic Park. Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Hold on to your butts. Oh, no, that wasn't it. Um, that is one big pile of shit. No, I guess not. Um, Did you get the racist clip? Oh, I'm not there yet. I get it. Oh, okay. Oh, that one. Uh, so, um, so I, I mentioned just a second ago, I hate stuff like this. Okay. You cannot handle this by yourself. And what's more, if you try to not care if you're my brother or not, I'm going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. That's right. Now, listen again. To me, and this is the whole, what did he say? It sounds like I care if you're my brother or not. Wouldn't it be I don't care? Okay. You cannot handle this by yourself. And what's more, if you try to not care if you're my brother or not, I'm going to come down on you like a ton of bricks. I care if you're my brother or not? It could be, your, I don't know, I don't know. Okay. You cannot handle this by yourself, and what's more, if you try to not care if you're my brother. I care. If you try yeah. to not care if you're my brother. Or not. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It's dumb. <laughs> not, no one said, "Hey, director." No, I don't know what he said. Can we? I mean, that's where the sound guy has to say, "He, he screwed up the line." We need to. We need to do that again. But maybe the director. I don't even know who the director is. We haven't even talked about that. Um. Uh, Steven Seagal. Director Mark DeSalle. Oh. Man, wouldn't that be? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Mark DeSalle. He did two movies: this movie and Kickboxer. Okay, Uh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Well, Kickboxer is actually not a bad, bad movie. He did. He was in Bloodsport as a producer or as an actor. He produced Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Death Warrant, The Perfect Weapon, Street Night. He took. Then he took 11 years, uh, no, he took 21 years off and then did something called The Four Minute Mile, Mother's Day, and he's doing something now called Notorious Nick. Uh, 
And Nick Newell, a one-armed MMA fighter, gets a rare chance to fight for the lightweight championship. All right. Well, good for you. A 21-year hiatus. Yeah. From 93 to 2014. That's uh, it's quite a little jump there. Yeah, I mean, I guess he just decided to you know, do his own. He's like, I'll never, I'll never direct again. And then they called his bluff. He's like, all right, guys, I'm coming Well, he's not back. even directing. He's just producing it. I mean, oh. you know, so anyway. Maybe he won the lottery. He got some money. Uh, all that kickboxer and perfect weapon money. I want to know how much money this movie made. Do we want to guess? Uh, at least a dollar. At least a dollar. You are <laughs> correct, sir. I only have okay. I only Suck have it, Sam. I only have one number. <laughs> so, uh, anybody want to guess the budget, including the royalties from YouTube? Well, I, 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 no, it doesn't. Matter. <laughs> I mean, uh, I uh, seventy thousand. The budget seventy five thousand. No, it's way more. Oh, uh, the budget. Um. For that perfectly manicured beard, at least two million. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a ten million dollar budget. So what? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to pay people. Three, like, three million went to that beard. <laughs> you got to you got to pay Mariska Harkatay to not talk, and you got to pay Odd Job to get blown up. Um. So it Uncle was. Uncle Benny. And yeah, Uncle Benny. Yeah. So. No, not Uncle Benny. Benny and the Jets. Uncle Benny from Lethal Weapon, that was a different guy. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, This domestic gross. Fly life, you pick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Domestic gross was $14 million. Oh. Hey, made money. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, there you go. Uh, that's according to, uh, boxofficemojo.com. Uh, anyway, so there you go. Uh, next clip. Um, here you go. Come on, white boy. That's right. That's what Corny says to me every time I see him. That's not true. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to say it. That's not true at all. Come on, white boy. You call me much worse. I'm just teasing. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. That, play that one more time. Yeah, sure. Come on, white boy. It almost sounds like like a redneck in the mountains of North Carolina. Mm. It doesn't sound like... Someone from Koreatown? Someone from Korea, Koreatown. Come on, white boy. Come on, white boy. I'll make you, I'll make you squeal like a pig. Yeah, you're, not, you're <laughs> not wrong. you got a purdy mouth. Come on, white boy. There you go. All right, here we go. Rufio. Everybody in Koreatown knows Young killed Kim, dick. Tracy. <laughs> so I now have... Dick. Forever. <laughs> dick. There you go. So uh, Sam's not going to listen to this episode, right? Probably yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I'm assuming so. Um, can you just put that as his middle name, no matter what movie we watch next week? <laughs> Sam. Dick. Vector. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> roll credits. You can never be blamed. No evidence. No proof. Just some crazy stranger. The perfect weapon. Ah, he, said ah. he said it. <laughs> hey, did you touch your nose when that happened? Because that's what I do whenever I hear the title of the movie. No, I, I laugh out loud, though. I normally take a shot. <laughs> so you always have just one prepared? Because usually you don't, yeah. say more, you don't do it more than once unless... 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, it's, it's a good way to moderate. I mean, unless you're watching The Matrix, are you going to go into The Matrix? I mean, if you did that for The Matrix, oh. you would be plastered. Like, <laughs> you'd Challenge be, accepted. Yeah, well. It's the one movie that I couldn't walk away from. Right, exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones, right? I mean, like, uh, maybe Sandlot, right? They talk, they talk about the Sandlot a lot, right? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other movies where... Uh, Apollo 13. Um, oh. Right? But they say it a couple times. Maybe four yeah, or five times. a couple times. Maybe not a lot. But it's a three-hour movie, so you got plenty of chances to sober up. Um, Ghostbusters? Trying, Ghost, yeah. Who are you going to call Ghostbusters? Every time they sing that damn song, you got to take a shot. <laughs> and when the, the grumpy uh, receptionist calls, answers the phone. Ghostbusters, what do you want? I think just came up with a new game to play on our next live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this at all, but okay. Um, hey, uh, you just want to come up with a word, and we challenge each other to see, to see how many times we can say it. I like this. <laughs> Take shots. Oh, we haven't goodness. done a we haven't done a game uh, that Sean was unaware of in quite a long time. Well, yeah, that was usually a thing that you and Chad did. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, you've lost your partner in crime. May he rest in peace. Um, I'm not we, dead, you ales. On, on we can phone. start it back right meow. On his, on his well. Well, in fairness, we could do one that Sam wouldn't be aware of because, again, he's not going to listen to this episode. Um, we're plotting and scheming against our fourth member of the show. This is great. This is how we roll on, P- on Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, no, man. He normally he does listen. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think he does. I mean, shoot, I don't. So, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to our show. I'll listen to about once. Honestly, I'll listen about one every... Maybe twenty episodes, just to. How do, you, how do you think we have so many downloads? Because <laughs> of you guys. <laughs> it's just, it's just Sam. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be. Um, um, I, uh, yeah, I listen to that every Jen. about about every twenty or so to, to see kind of what the audio sounds like, what the quality is, and to see if I'm saying dumb things over and over again. Like saying um or like or anything else that I just repeat, and I think, man, that's really annoying. I wouldn't want to listen to an hour and a half of that. Um, hold this. Hold it. Hold my beer. He says thanks. So I, I captured that not just for the hold this, and he stabs him in the leg with the knife, which was kind of funny actually. But then he kicked him with his booted foot, and it made a squishy noise. All right, so listen to the squishy noise. Hold it. All right, so he stabbed him in the leg. So then the next thing we hear is him kicking him in the head. That, I mean, that, that's, that's a kick to the head. Like, gross. Ugh. I mean, like, there should have been blood everywhere or something. I don't know. Kicking, kicking watermelons. Um, and there's this moment. <laughs> Was that a chicken? <laughs> it did sound like one. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> the, that's, um, that's, uh, ah? so we now have, <laughs> ah? there you go. We got them both. I got a goose, got a chicken. I mean, <laughs> it does sound like a chicken. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, there you go. Uh, that's it. That's all for clips. We're getting close, real close. And now for some more bad news. 
Ready? <laughs> oh, so, you didn't get the clip I thought you would get. Oh, which one? It was about the, uh, well, you've never been Korean before. No, I didn't get that one. I forget the whole line, but it, I laughed out loud. I don't remember what it was. Uh, Mako said it, I think, didn't he? Yeah. The Mako. That's a stupid moniker. Kim said it. Oh, my gosh, Corny. I just about did a spit take all over my laptop. <laughs> oh, You're welcome. I was drinking water. You saw me on the camera, too. Oh, you <laughs> bastard. Oh, uh, actually, I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if, should a leverage reference be added to the bingo card? Um, it, it's starting to be. It happens at least once an episode. It does feel like that. They call me the Mako. Such a good... What's what AKA? What's his name? Mr. Limpet, Kafilka Fish. Kafilka Fish. <laughs> I love that one. That's such a good episode. It's one of my favorites. Um, all right, trivia. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. There were four pieces of trivia in IMDb for this movie. I'm surprised it was that much. And I didn't go digging any more to look because I didn't want to. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Star Jeff Speakman signed a multi-picture deal at Paramount. One of the two of the two planned movies was going to be a sequel to this film. Another script Paramount optioned about a cop fighting a terrorist. After Paramount deal fell through, that script went on to Fox and became the 1994 blockbuster Speed. Huh. Jeff Speakman was supposed to be in Speed. Oops. Oh, that would have been terrible. Well, no, you're right. I think Keanu Reeves. He was sl- because he was slow. You know, he would have been like, He's uh, in a, we have to keep the bus above 50. Yeah, and he's in those mom jeans. <laughs> and then the only other one I wrote, I captured just because of the reference was four of the actors from this movie, Mako, Donnie Brasco, who was Rufio, James Hong, and Clyde Custow, Cust, Cust, uh, I'm sorry, Clyde Costanza, Costanza would work together in Avatar: The Last Airbender in the episode "The Storm," in which all four characters voiced uh, in that particular episode. Um, that's it. That's the only trivia there is for the movie. Uh, recasting. Do we want to recast this movie? I mean, do we care enough about the movie to want to recast it? I mean, I'm just I don't know enough Korean Asian actors uh, to do this. Well, I mean, most of those actors, I mean, I think Mako is actually Japanese-American, and I know Shang Tsu, dude, is Japanese-American. So I don't think that matters, because we're Americans. If they're Asian, you can pretty much be anything from Russian to Japan and anything in between. That's very true. Um, um, so in that case, then, uh, no, I don't, want to re- I don't want this movie ever to show up again, so no. Well, I mean, no. let me just ask the question. What white guy out there is doing karate that we care about? Jason Statham. Okay. So we went. He actually could do this. As soon as you now you said that, I could see a Jason Statham remake of this movie. Totally. Oh, it would be bananas. Could you imagine Steven that Seagal. doc scene? Well, no. Steven Seagal is too fat and slow. I don't want him in anything. But but Statham is still doing action movies and doing good ones. Uh, well, good yeah. ones like you know the new uh, mechanic movie or whatever. Uh, I mean, I would be good with that. Help! Shit! Let's make friggin'. John Wick 3 be this this version, you know? I mean, you know, let's make Keanu Reeves do it. I mean, um, uh, anyway, speaking of uh, a friend of mine went and saw John Wick 2 and said it was as good as the first. Ooh, so tasty. That, that gives me some high hope 
Yeah. I hope. I hope. <laughs> it's John Wick to work. We go. Uh, no. Anyway, I actually. Put a bang bang here and a bang bang there. Actually, Corny, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I actually watched John Wick again this, this past week. Good for you. Um, I was. When I, I, when I was getting ready to watch this movie, I was like, I'm just going to push it off as late as I can. And so I decided to, uh, during my lunch breaks, Monday and Tuesday, to watch John Wick instead of this movie. So. <laughs> Uh, and it was just uh, happenstance that my daughter was sick and I could stay home and watch it today. Um, just wanted to see some Ty Gundo. I just wanted to see a good revenge movie that actually... Nice. Really, nice. I, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Because John, John Wick is so good. Ty it, Gundo. It's, it's, nice. Well, the gun kata, right? We had that in the in the, in yeah. the thing, whatever that movie what a, was called. Shit-ass movie. Yeah, it wasn't very good, <laughs> but I liked the gun, the gun kata stuff. I thought that was actually kind of neat. Um, you would, I, yeah. In an otherwise not a good movie, so we're gonna recast this movie with Jason Statham, and then a bunch of other Asian people. Um, uh, what's his face from It Man? Oh, okay. So uh, Donnie. Uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. But well, who is he playing? Is he playing the? I don't know. He just needs to be in the movie. Is he playing? Uh, is he playing uh, that guy, or is he, or is he the uh, is he the could be the sub boss. Be the boss? I would love to see actually make him the boss, and have Donnie Yen fight Jason Statham. That would uh-huh. actually be a fight worth watching. Okay, now I'm excited about this movie. I wish it was yep. real. <laughs> that would I would I would watch that. That would be good. Damn. All right, Paramount, we got a movie idea for you. Uh, There we go, that's it. Um, Moving on. Top top three. We decided to just keep the theme uh, and say white boy kick flicks. 80s kick flick films. Yeah, 80s, well, I mean, gosh. I'm I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. No, I, I know you are, but like, I mean... Had we, I mean, this is going to sound racist, but had we embraced Asian culture enough? Because honestly, from what I remember reading, again, I, I we were too young to really remember the 80s other than, hey, look, there's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. Like, Americans were kind of afraid of Asian, like Japanese-American, you know, culture because they were kind of taking over a lot of stuff and buying businesses and um and and you know putting out you know like there you know we used to make electronics in this country and then japan came around and said nope we're gonna you know, <laughs> like zenith used to be an Amer was an american company and you know it's dead and uh rca i think exists in name only so anyway um so i mean i don't know i mean we're, I, I don't know where we embracing i mean in the 80s what we had we had Bruce Lee movies, but they were, weren't they made in China and then dubbed over here? Uh, I mean, sure. Some, I don't know. Some, like, yes. I mean, most. I think some of the early ones were, and then. I mean, uh, Ender the Dragon might have been Hollywood. I don't think many of them were. Now, that was obviously 60s. I know people. I know it was the 60s, not the 80s. But my point is, is I, don't, I don't know if we were watching a lot of being filmed here, those types of movies. So, I mean. So, so Corny, your your joke might be appropriate though when I say white boy 
kick flicks and you say 80s kick flicks, they're, they're probably kind of one and the same, right? Um, they might be. So anyway, uh, Andrew, you're a white boy kick flick, sir. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with number three, Sidekicks. With uh, Chuck Norris and yep. some little girly boy. Oh, it's Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, man. Oh, he was in that great TV show called Sequest. It was yeah, the Star Trek oh, of yeah. the Ocean. And they had a talking dolphin. Yeah. yeah. I can't do a dolphin. Okay. With, uh, the, <laughs> he was, the, the captain was dude what was from uh, Bad Hat Harry. Uh, Jaws. Sh- uh, Schneider. Yeah. Schroeder. What's his name? It wasn't uh, the guy from Enterprise. Um Oh, Sam, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the guy that used to be in um, uh, Leap, uh, Quantum Leap. No, he was not on that. Okay. Uh, Michael Ironsides came in in like the third or fourth season. Um, Blair Underwood, I think, was in that show. Oh, shit, Blair Underwood. I think so. I think he was the... Um, uh, like the first mate, like the, 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 what's it called? The number one, you have the con. Um, nope, I'm wrong. His name is Don <laughs> Franklin. So he's an African American who looks like, Oh, you're just, Oh it's, man. It's, it's central Africa. all over. You're the worst it's, kind of person. I really am. He kind of <laughs> looks like him. I bet you laughed during the, uh, Oh, Toy Story 3, uh, stop it. I furnace scene. Uh, wait, that was somebody else. <clears throat> okay, seriously, look up Don Franklin and don't tell me he nope. looks like Blair Underwood. I won't. <laughs> because if you admit it, then you... <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Sequest. Oh, Andrew, you weren't done. Okay, so number three was uh, Sidekicks. Number two Which has make it uh, is going to be... Uh, oh, I lost my number two. I wrote it down. <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have. To, I'm literally gonna have to get up and go look. I'm telling you, man. They are. It's. I see this and they, they know exactly could, what it is. They could be related. Uh, <laughs> this is. Oh, oh yeah. Number two, Surf Ninjas. Oh. Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Didn't Surf Ninjas have Rob Schneider in it? Yeah, he's the white guy. Yeah, but he's not. <laughs> well, yeah. But doesn't he Doesn't he do the line where he's like, don't make me get up and beat you with the leg that no longer works? Doesn't he say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's a hopping man. Uh, yeah, really. Okay, keep going. And then number one, Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. Oh, Chris Farley. Oh my gosh! Surf Ninjas. I used to watch this movie all the time too. Yeah, it's, it's also Schneider. available on YouTube. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Now wait a minute. This hold on. Surf Ninjas. Wait. Now that's the guy from. Um, isn't that the guy from uh, the movie that I thought? Yeah. What am I trying to say? Come on, somebody help me. He's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, No, I know which guy you're talking about. The The pizza delivery guy. The Kino. Is his name Kino? Kino, yeah. He's the one that comes in and whines, and then he he discovers the turtles because they're really terrible at hiding because they're ninjas. You know, they're bad at hiding. Um, 
Anyway. I'm actually Granted, looking I'm actually right. looking for the scene, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking for the the scene when Rob Schneider says the line. I can't find it. Surf ninjas. Um Rob Schneider. Here we go. I had forgotten how bad this is. Surf ninjas money can't buy knives? What? Money? <laughs> no. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so, uh, Corny, your turn. That's a good list. It's a fantastic list. All right, uh, so my uh, number three is uh, Way of the Dragon, a.k.a. Return of the Dragon with Bruce Lee and uh, uh, the world's greatest man, uh, Chuck Norris. Okay. All right, my number two uh, is going to be uh, uh, The Transporter with Jason Statham. Oh, right, yeah. And my number one is going to be Michael Sarah from uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. Oh, the World. Oh, of course, and that actually really works, too. Good job. Surf Ninjas is only an hour-long movie? you got to be kidding me. Wait, no, that's impossible. Okay, this version is really bad. Impossible. Is that, wait a minute. It's also on Vimeo. Okay, no, it's a, it's an hour and a half. Hour 39. This is so bad, dude. I'm watching clips of it right now. Oh my gosh, the monkey is playing a Game Gear. I forgot about that. The kid plays a Game Gear, and it makes the people do the things that... Is that Jaleel White? No, it's not. Anyway, sorry. My turn, right? I'm done. I'm sorry. Surf Ninjas. We're not doing that for the show. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, my number three, my honorable mention was the Karate Kid. Um, my number three Bill was... Bill Zabka? Yeah. My number three was Double Dragon. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that really shit film from the 80s. Um but- I was so disappointed by that film. Well, you, sh- you, you should have been, because it was terrible. Because I love the cartoon, and I was like, this is going to be so awesome. It's so They're bad. They're going to have power armor and everything else, and that never happened. Doesn't, no, it didn't happen. Wait, what? Uh, I'm just going to check real quick to see if it's streaming. It's not. What, Double Dragon? Yeah, it's not streaming Please. on the Netflix. Let's see if it's on YouTube. I'll check Amazon. I doubt it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we would even want to do it for the show, but... No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't want to watch that? Because it's real bad. Double drag. Oh, I've heard. Made my life so terrible. I mean, like, it was just like. It's like the first time I found love and it turned out it didn't like me. I'm like, oh. Uh, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. Somebody uploaded it. Uh, no, it's not true. Oh, wait. No, yeah, there's, there's the movie. Wow. It looks terrible. All right. Anyway, um, my number two, Big Trouble in Little China. So, you know, son of a bitch. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, oh. You, you want a little bit of that? I can give you that. I can give you that. I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> son of a bitch must pay. There you go. Um, I, thought I thought we're allowed to use our movies that we've watched before. Why? We oh, I thought that was the rule. No, the rule is you just can't, can't use the current movie. Yeah, you just can't use the current movie. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. no damn rules. Oh. <laughs> and the number one, my number one was side. Stupid effing book. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Now you're just you're just asking for things just to see how. <laughs> I am actually. <laughs> uh, wait, what movie was that from? <laughs> I've already forgotten. Oh, uh, um, Silver Linings Playbook. Pl- yeah. 
I gotta know the name of the movie first. Oh, this is taking way too long. Silver Linings. Uh... Congratulations on the baby, but I'm not buying the invitation. Because you think Veronica still hates Okay, that's not it. Um, I don't know where it is. I don't have it. Why do, <laughs> why do I not have it? Why would it not be in my library? That's... What? Dad, Dad, did he... No. Come on, Pat. Come on. A little bit more soul, Pat. Black it up, Pat. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know where it is. Maybe I just wrote it as stupid effing book. This is taking way too long. I'm sorry. Um, that's gonna is that are we done with the show? Is I mean it, is the yeah. show over? I mean oh here it is. Stupid book. There we go. Jeez, I'm sorry. All right. See, Corny says that I have to find it. Don't ask for the dog one. All right, I'm not doing Shit. it. Shit. Um <laughs> I don't oh, have it. it coming. I don't have it, it anywhere coming. nearby. Uh that's gonna do it. Out of ten. Let's do our out of ten so we can get the hell out of here. Um Andrew, out of 10, this movie, please. Perfect. Uh, okay, perfect I'm going to say a nice 4.5 out of 10. All right. All right, Corny. Uh, I'll go a little bit higher, but not much. 5.3 out of 10. Did, Andrew, you said 4.5? Yes. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I was typing. Uh, again, Corny, just the opposite. 5.4 is what you said? Uh, 5.3. 5.3. 5.3. Uh, Sam doesn't get a vote. Um... Uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of with uh, both of you, so I'm gonna kind of meet in the middle and say, uh, what's the middle of that? I don't know, four point nine. That sounds good. Yes. Four point nine um, kicks to the face that sound like celery being squished. Um, or uh, te- testicles be broke, testicle, being broken. Gee, lots of testicles, lots of testicle damage. Testicle damage. That's the name of the episode. Testicle damage. Um, no, just kidding. But. That was it. That was actually fun show, movie, bad. Um, and that's it. What are we doing next week? Uh, oh, we are doing listener requested, because we do that. We do take listener requests. Listener requested Spectral. It's a YouTube original movie, so we know it's not going anywhere. Uh, but um, my brother-in-law suggested it. And so we will uh, we'll do it, because that's what we do. If you request it, we'll do it. I actually have two listener requests from a person uh, who listens to our show, yeah. who I see on a pretty regular basis at uh, at work, and apparently Swiss Army Man with, uh, oh, with Daniel Harry Radcliffe Potter. has been added to Amazon Prime. Okay. And then uh, she also requested Magic Mike, and I told her that would be a stretch. Oh, Magic Mike. <laughs> I said, you just want four guys to watch Magic Mike, don't, uh, Magic <laughs> Mike, don't you? Watch, and she said, yeah, that would be funny. Just to listen to us squirm. Uh, we'll see. I will add in, what was the other one? Uh, Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. We had a, we had something can, well, not canceled, but we had something get pulled. So um, there we go. Well, there, I, need, I need a name for that so I can know who to blame if we hate the movie. Um, she requested to be, remain anonymous. We'll just call her a fellow teacher. Okay, well, fine. Fellow teacher at Andrew's school. Um, um, you know, Chad's wife is a fellow teacher, maybe. Uh... But not at his school. Um, <laughs> anyway. And this is not my wife this time. Sorry. 
<laughs> I did not mean to click on that. <laughs> um, I meant to click on that. <sighs> trying to click the outro instead of hit the chicken scream. Um, that's going to do it for us. That was fun, guys. Thanks for, thanks for participating. Next week, Spectral. It's on Netflix. It's Again, it's a Netflix original movie. Um, no emails? No, hell no. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I keep wanting to make a fake account and just, just bitch. I don't know how to. You know, and I tell myself no every day when I'm at work. Well, I mean, we did get that one piece of hate mail a long time ago, and frankly, it was hilarious. And every now and then, I just pull it out for a laugh. Um, seriously. So, anyway, because that's why I know we've made it as a podcast when we're getting hate mail. So, uh, I apologize for the sniffles and the coughing and the snake. I'm sick. I, I apologize, guys. I can't help it. I'm sick. Uh, like us uh, on Facebook if you want to. Uh, Facebook.com slash reviews. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere where you can leave a review, do so. It helps other people find us, so we can spread the show and you know continue the the legacy that like, is this. Like herpes, we want to be the STD of podcasts. <laughs> Just spread them, and oh, we'll spread it. That's the name of the episode. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast, and of course, you can send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. This was fun. We'll see you next week for Spectral. And, uh, yeah. And I maybe we'll have a solution to my audio board. Maybe not. Who knows? But in the meantime, on behalf of Andrew Corny, Sam, who was not here, and we miss him, this is Sean saying thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.